Welcome to the Resilient and Thriving Podcast with Coach K. My name is Kirsten Larson, and I'm an integrative holistic health coach who helps people get results and breakthrough in their health and life. After healing from extreme health issues and emotional trauma, my goal is now to make health and wholeness accessible to more and more people and to help you overcome overwhelm and burnout so that you can ultimately thrive in life and help others do the same. And I'm excited to be here with you today. All right. Hey, friends. Welcome to episode nine. This is exciting. We are heading into continuing moving into the holidays. And I wanted to share something that I've just seen over and over again. But before I do, I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving if you're in the States. And I hope you are getting prepared for the holidays, which is just such a fun time of year. I live in Southern California, and it's my one of my favorite seasons because it's so beautiful and crisp out right now. So I just enjoy getting out into the trails and getting that fresh air, getting my mind clear and, you know, the early nights with the sun going down at five isn't my favorite. Um, But I'm really learning to say, you know, there's a reason that it's like that for a season because we need to rest and we have to have times where we rest. You know, if you're exercising, you need to have, you know, seasons of rest. You need to have times during your week where you rest. You need to have offload, rest, deload, weeks and days. And so just like that, the seasons give us a sign that it's time to slow down a little bit. It's a good time to reflect. And I like to journal back and look back on my year as well as kind of look forward and it's so helpful to do that from a place of gratitude looking back on the year rather than what did i not accomplish looking back and saying you know what went well this year and being grateful for it and then moving forward into next year how can we continue to grow and continue to walk in in those the places that we learned from this last year rather than this is where I went wrong. It's this is these are the areas that I learned something in, and now how can I take that and move that into this next year? Um, but one of the things I wanted to just share real briefly today is about getting rid of the all or nothing thinking, and being able to make change with ease. Now I think that most of us could safely say that we have come to terms with all or nothing thinking mentality probably on a regular basis, even if we don't know that we are. You know, this is probably one of the biggest reasons why New Year's resolutions fail is um, not because the resolution was bad or because of, you know, life gets busy, all of that, but actually because most people, when they set a goal, you know, let's just use the the classic, okay, I'm going to go to the gym, you know, three days a week, five days a week, da-da-da-da-da. You set this goal up and then you don't go one day. You get disappointed and you stop going altogether. Anybody else done that? <laughs> I know as a, as a health coach, I hear that pretty regularly. You know, not just with going to the gym, but, you know, making decisions. You know, I want to eat better. I want to um, think better. I want to be more positive. I want to love my family more. I want to not work so hard. I'm stressed out all the time. I, I want to 
you know, be more creative and invite more flow into my life. Um, and, you know, we know the, the way of creating goals, the SMART goals, and I enjoy those. I think they're a really helpful guide, and that's where, you know, you're specific with what you're doing. They're measurable, actionable. Uh, they've got a little bit of risk involved, or I, I like to say without not just risk, but enjoyment. You know, you've got to have some excitement in there. Um, and they're time-based. And so, you know, you say, I want to go to the gym five days a week, but why? You know, you need to have a reason why you're doing it. Um, but I think getting deeper into our goals is a lot lot more helpful because you end up really saying, you know, I, this is why I want to do that. And when you can get real with why you want to do something, you're going to actually get there a lot, lot quicker than if you just have um, a goal that you think you should have. All right. That's, that's a big one. So many times I see people with goals that they think they should have. Well, this is really what I should do, right? If I want to, you know, get healthy, this is what I should do. Um, but is it a goal that you want to do? You know, what's the deeper reason why you want to do that? And getting deeper is going to help with that all or nothing mentality because when you have a deep reason why you want to do something you can also shift the goal a little bit so it actually lines up with why you want to do it um you know maybe you want to get in shape because you want to feel good you want to feel healthy you want that energy you know so that you can make some difference make a difference in this world so that you can be you know, a, an amazing person for your family so that you can do well with your jobs, so that you can, you know, maybe you, you have a, a calling to, to serve people and do amazing things, but maybe you don't have the energy for it or the strength for it, or, you know, you're tired of not being able to lift things and not feel good during the day, or you get that brain fog in the afternoon. And so you, you know you want to feel good but maybe there's a different way of getting there that actually is motivating for you. And so then you'll do it more often. You know, that's that's a big one is, okay, if someone told me, you know, your only way of getting in shape is going to the gym, I probably personally wouldn't make it. Uh, and I know I wouldn't. <laughs> um, but if, if I get to say, well, I love, now I love moving my body, but I also love being outside. So I like to go to the trails because that, that is a place where I can unwind, I can get into nature and I can also do things, you know, get kind of a peaceful state of being. And so that became more of a goal is this hits many more of my deeper desires than just simply go and work out, um, beat my body to the end, you know, and my body appreciates it a lot more as well. Um, so then I'm also looking forward to it. So it's not just something that, um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to do because I think I should. And then I don't have this all or nothing mentality in that regard. Um, but I think another thing that we do is that we think that in order for change to take place, we have to do everything just right. And, you know, that's absolutely not true. <laughs> you know, really getting in 10 minutes a day of 
doing something, you know, is far better than trying to go out for two hours to do something and then not doing it for two more weeks because that two hours was exhausting. Um, you know, there's a, always this story that's always told about um, Seinfeld and that he would write a joke a day and he would just write every single day and it didn't matter how long he spent, didn't matter if it was good or bad, but he had put X's on the calendar every day that he wrote and his goal was to just don't break the chain. But it wasn't about creating perfection, about doing good things, and you know, maybe he would get one good joke in a hundred days. But if he did that over and over again, he would have a lot of jokes that someone trying to do kind of the perfect, every day needs to be perfect, wouldn't have. Um, but you know, we can really take this into almost every single area of our life. You know, one of my focuses is really on holistic health, but I've seen so often that our health is tied to our, our mentality, our mindset. It's attached to our emotional state of being, our stress. Are we, are we continually stressed out or are we able to wind down and bring that in? And, you know, if we have this goal hanging over our head that's causing stress, then we're actually typically, even if we might be good about it for a little bit, so we're all in for a little bit, if it's causing stress, we're likely to just end it and cut it down. And then it's nothing, so all or nothing. And, um, you know, the, the reality is, if we can, number one, connect some joy to it, like I mentioned earlier, but then if we can also just simply find the rhythm in our own life where we say, you know, I want to do, build it into my life such that I can do it at first. Because every single time, my friends, every single time you create a new habit, so if it's a, a new goal, it's gonna take creating a new habit. And we have to think about change as creating new habits. Whether it's a new job, it's family, a location, whether it's starting to create a health, a new health lifestyle, whether you're trying to add movement into your life or, or change the way you're eating or thinking or even changing a little part of your habit in the morning, uh, it's the reason that we get stuck is because we were thinking about it in the wrong way. And if we can begin to think about it as, okay, this is a new habit. I don't wanna add too many new habits at once. So that's another reason why New Year's resolutions fail is because we typically tend to want to overhaul our life. And that's just not possible for most people. We can really only add in one or two new habits at a time. And then when those habits become natural, they're no longer a new habit. And then we can add another one. And that's really what we want to do is we want to go, okay, you know, here's an example from my own life. When I... I had a wanted to get back into running again because you know work and life gets you busy and you get off track and so what I did was I would put a 5k on the calendar get back in start training for a 5k and then when that 5k would come around we would race it and run it and then I would stop running because I didn't really have it in my mind as though I'm integrating this into my lifestyle I put it in as, 
a goal to achieve and that was it. And, and then I'd realized, man, okay, I'm getting out of shape again. I'm tired again. Okay, I'll put another 5K on the calendar. And I kind of saw that pattern over and over again. And I realized that every time I started to train for that 5K, I had to start from scratch because I'd been off off the wagon for a little bit. And so um, I realized if I could just get be consistent, then I don't have to, I can put these little races in there for fun, but it's not starting over again and having to add a brand new habit again. If I'm just in the habit of laying out my clothes every night, going for a run in the morning, then running actually became fun because my body liked it. But it doesn't at first. Our mind and our body revolt against change at all times because your brain is wired to keep you safe. Your brain is wired to keep you wherever you are. Your brain doesn't like change, even if it's good change. (laughs) So if you can know that, if you can know that your brain doesn't like change, then you can start to say, let me just introduce change slowly so that I can get used to it and integrate it into my life. I did the same thing when I learned that trick. I did the same thing when I learned how to start cooking my meals from home. I'd never learned how to do that. It actually freaked me out to cook from home. Uh, not from, not eat from home. I did, you know, Trader Joe's pre-cooked meals quite a bit. But um, when I needed to heal my body and change the way I eat it, ate, I needed whole foods and I needed things that I knew what was in them. And I had no idea how to do it. And it absolutely freaked me out. So knowing this, knowing that our brains get freaked out by change and knowing that we can't overhaul everything at once rather than all or nothing. Like every day I'm going to cook whole foods. I'm going to eat well and da 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 da. That would be too much. I, w- I would pretty soon, pretty quickly not end up doing it. Said, okay, one, I'm going to start with one meal per week. I'm going to learn how to do that one meal really well. And when I feel comfortable with that, Now I'm going to add in another one and I'm going to say, okay, now I've got one meal under my belt and I feel pretty comfortable on, let's say Tuesday nights cooking a home cooked meal and I'm adding in one, one meal and then I would go, okay, let's try a new recipe. Let's try that new recipe on Thursday, but I'm going to do last week's recipe on Tuesday. So I get good at it. So it's no longer new. And then get used to that and now do the same thing. When I feel good about those two nights a week, let's add in one more night a week. And several years later, I I don't even blink an eye cooking a meal now. I, I feel, I love it. I love venturing into new recipes and things like that. But I always know that in a busy season, I fall back on recipes I've done before. I wouldn't have recipes I've done before if I had the all or nothing thinking. And uh, it's actually a type of cognitive distortion when you live with one extreme or another and you feel like you have to either do something perfectly or not at all. Either I'm all in or I'm not touching it at all. But the reality is that we won't go anywhere if we keep doing that. We won't change if we keep doing that. I love the, the analogy that a boat that is just one degree off course can change the entire path and direction and end up in a different country 
if it is just one degree off course and it continues on that path but we can be we can just move our life one degree by say let's rather than oh i need to work out for two hours three times a week what if i say i'm gonna move my body in a way that i enjoy 10 to 20 minutes three times a week just start small start with where you can be start with where you are and begin moving it one degree at a time just a little by little and then the other component to that okay you start small that's one piece start small and recognize that your brain does not like change but the second part to this is be grateful for what you have done to incorporate that change into your life for example, I'll just fall back on the going to the gym part just because it's easy and it's something that a lot of people do is that they say, all right, I'm going to the gym every day this week. And then they make it maybe two days a week and they quit because they couldn't make it five days. Um, but if you can remain in a state of gratitude for what you have done and a state of celebration for what you have done, you could look back and say, you know what? Instead of going zero times this week, I made it two times this week. That's amazing. And when you start to do that with your brain, it starts to rewire the neural pathways in your brain so that your brain starts to look back and go and celebrate those two days. And then you want to do three because your brain loves positive feedback. So you give yourself the positive feedback. And you know what? We all struggle with that. We all do, so I can't say that it's an easy thing to do, but we say, okay, what have I done well? What's going well, and can I celebrate that for a minute? Can I be grateful for that for a minute? And then can I begin walking in that, and, and now say, okay, I may have fallen off my bandwagon, but what did I do right, and what did I do well, and can I do a little bit more of that next week? And I guarantee you, my friend, if you do these two things, just make small changes in the direction you want to go from where you are. They're, they've got to be from wherever you're starting. If you're starting at zero, make it one small step. And if you're starting from 100, make it one small step. It doesn't matter where you're starting, but start with where you are. Don't, don't try to put on someone else's goal for, for your life uh, and realize you're creating a new neural pathway and a new neural new habit in your life. And then number two, learn to celebrate what you're doing well. Learn to celebrate the steps that you are taking rather than punish yourself for the steps that you're not taking. And I guarantee your brain is going to want to do more, your heart's going to want to do more, and you're going to want to engage with it even more rather than saying, oh, because I didn't do it perfectly, I'm not going to do it at all. And so. I challenge you this season, try it out. Pick one little goal that you wanna do. Have the big goal, the big vision down the road in your mind, but then scale back and say, what can I do today to move me towards that? And then at the end of each day or end of each week, look back and celebrate the ways that you did do that. And then have fun, enjoy it. It's got to be something that your heart is involved with and enjoyed. Otherwise, you'll end up leading to, to burnout and overwhelm and exhaustion with it. And then again, all or nothing. So, you know, write these things out. Why do you want to do them? 
get that picture in there and take those one steps and celebrate what you're doing. All right. Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful week and happy holidays. All right. Thanks so much for listening today. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Tune on in every week for tips and tricks to make health and wholeness sustainable. If you're interested in further coaching or more resources, head on over to my website, coachkirsten.com, and I'd love to connect with you. And don't forget, you were made to thrive.